Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and it is a bright, sunny Saturday here in Dallas, Texas. It's March 20th, 2021, and we have somewhat of an abbreviated Saturday NBA slate, sort of odd that we've had these big double-digit slates uh, all week, and then we get to Saturday, and it's a one-game a single showdown uh, in the afternoon with Atlanta and the Lakers. And then tonight, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, we have a four-game main slate. So interesting. Maybe they, they want to take it lighter because of March Madness with the NCAA uh, and such when they did their scheduling. So not bad. Well, I'll certainly be flipping back and forth uh, to to both college and pro. Uh, but excited to break things down with you today. I'm with you today and tomorrow uh, for the NBA and uh, just really looking to have a huge weekend here. Um, I know it gets a little hectic during the NCAA tournament, especially if, you know, you're a big fan of college basketball. But, you know, our goal here is to stay on top of this NBA, you know, night and day like we have been, follow all the news, you know, don't let all the crazy distractions get out there. And uh, what I have found in the past is you get a little bit more action and more entries. Uh, and to be honest, more fish uh, jumping into the NBA DFS world, because there's a lot of people uh, that are involved with basketball watching the NCAA tournament. So, hey, we'll take whatever we can get. We're looking for every tiny edge. And I think this uh, definitely gives us one of them. So, Outstanding. Last night was interesting. It uh, was not the greatest night for my lineup. I uh, had a couple of real dogs in there, um, but the Joker did come through for me. And I know uh, my man Andrew had some really sharp stuff on our clipboard for DraftKings. Uh, we definitely had some members uh, that got it done. So that was cool. But uh, today we're going to try to hit both. Last uh, Last weekend, we were able to get out the brooms and, and sweep some slates. Um, and today for, for our members, uh, it's just the one game uh, showdown slate. And then this evening, uh, we're going to do the four game main slate. So no after hours like normal uh, because of the, the uh, smaller slate that's uh, going to be played. So that's what we'll be doing there. And if you're new to Coach Talk and uh, you haven't jumped aboard with us as a member, we'd love to have you. We have several uh, opportunities for you. We have a three-day pass for $10. You can check us out, see what you think. And then we have several different other options for you. Just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and you will see that there. Uh, a couple of sponsors I want to mention before we jump in. We have some awesome promo codes for them. Of course, of course betus.com.pa is our uh, head sponsor and they are um, use the promo code there coach talk all one word no space and uh, you'll get a fantastic deal there uh, if you deposit 149 you get a free membership all the way through until june here at coach talk so can't miss that one again that that's the promo code coach talk also a couple other of our sponsors a quick mention here we're going to be uh, announcing some of these on our social media. Uh, we're at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Uh, we also have, or same thing on Facebook. So 
Uh, Super Draft, who I'm really enjoying. Uh, I'm pretty new to it. I really was mainly just the player in uh, regular DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo for DFS Sports, but enjoying the the whole multiplier thing uh, at Super Draft. Definitely uh, a lot of fun there. And then uh, something else that I recently started, I think, is an absolute blast, and that's um, Monkey Knife Fight. Uh, again, you know, a different approach to it. It's uh, it's a blast, and uh, uh, you know, give it a try. We have promo codes for both. You can see those on our website. All right, thanks for letting me get that out of the way. All here at the beginning. Last thing, if you're watching this on YouTube, we're at the beginning. I'm going to go through all five games right now. We always even uh, do the early slate game. We don't uh, miss a single game here at Coach Talk. But if you're watching this on YouTube, it's extremely important for us. It's the only ask of the whole show. And that is give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, and click the alert so you know when our podcast posts. So that would be really, really great. Uh, really appreciate it and, uh, and look forward to uh, – having you do that uh, on all of our podcasts. Uh, we've got seven day a week in front of the, the wall podcast with um, the NBA. We have a weekly PGA and just all kinds of other activity uh, coming up here. Okay. First game, it is three 30 Eastern. It is the Atlanta Hawks at the LA Lakers. It is Atlanta uh, as an underdog, of course, in LA, but the line is only four and a half Atlanta has been hot since they fired their coach. They have uh, gone five and zero, oh, so they're playing some good ball. Hence the the lower uh, four and a half point spread there, and the over under is two twenty four. And uh, not that that matters because we're not really comparing it to other games. This is our showdown game. Um, as far as back to backs, uh, Lakers are on the first night of a back to back. This is an island game for. Uh, the Hawks. All right, let's take a look real quickly here at a couple of our main statistics or stats here that we follow when we're building our lineups and we want to share with you. Again, there's a lot of research night before, morning of, you know, regarding all the different processes we go through to put together lineups for you. But, uh, you know, the main thing to know is that you need to follow the news throughout the day as well. Uh, you know, we get this out. I don't do it the night before because I want to have the updated lines, updated news, but we do it early enough that, you know, there is going to be some, some COVID news, some protocol stuff, you name it. And, uh, you know, follow throughout the day uh, in Discord. If you become a member, we're on there. Uh, 24-7 updating, and uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. We'll post things up there uh, as well. All right, this game's interesting. The pace is 22 and 18, respectively, with Atlanta and the Lakers. We know Atlanta's defense average a little bit below at 18. Uh, Lakers maintain their hold on the best defensive team in the league. That's been a while now. And uh, on the weekends, I like to pull out a statistic that is, is uh, I think, very informative and sometimes surprising, but generally pretty darn accurate because it's a, a decent sample size that they base it on. And that's defensive real plus minus. And I've been uh, utilizing that on the weekends 
I think it gives uh, our listeners a little bit different different twist at it. And if you forgot what that is, it's players estimated on court impact on team defensive performance measured in points allowed per 100 defensive possessions. So it you know it does give you a good feel for individuals how they're fitting into their team defense defense and the impact that they're having. And the reason I like to pull that every day is it does give you some really good perspective on who to uh, fade and where to attack. And once again, it's not always obvious. I mean, we know who the better defenders are, you know, who we can attack, et cetera. But the stats don't lie, and, and that changes with players on new teams, players that you know, decided they're going to they're on a contract year or whatever it is, they're going to play some solid defense. And then you have some regression from guys, you know, guys that signed the big contracts, uh, you know, that all of a sudden just don't have that edge defensively. I mean, let's face it, whether it's intentional or not. I mean, sometimes subconsciously, you know, when you're not scraping for your uh, your contract and your dollars, you know, there's a, a, a tendency to, to relax a bit. So want to bring those up uh, in this game. Uh, I, I pulled the top 10% and bottom 10% because I don't want to, you know, we don't want to be on here an hour for a six game uh, schedule. So, or five game, I should say uh, the, the po- top 10% for Atlanta, Clint Capella and John Collins. I was surprised in Collins, uh, excuse me, those two made the list and everybody I, I list on DRPM it it are uh, it's guys that are playing. I didn't. I'm not gonna list guys that are out. So, it's Capella and Collins on the good side for the Lakers. It's Kuzma and LeBron. So uh, Kuzma definitely a surprise there. Uh, on the negative side uh, for Atlanta, it is uh, Trey Young, who's one of the worst uh, on the ball defenders in the league. And Rondo, uh, believe it or not, who used to be fairly nasty defensively. So uh, I thought that was extremely interesting. Uh, As far as injuries, Mr. Knight, the backup big for Atlanta, is questionable. That could rotate a little that backup time. And uh, the interesting thing is Marc Gasol has been ruled in already. So big plus there for the Lakers getting another big body back. Um, as far as, uh, the Hawks, uh, that are 21 and 20 now, they have gotten from four games under at 16 and 20 with their five game winning streak with their new coach to above 500. So this, you know, that's very interesting. Should make for a good game against the Lakers. Their probable starting lineup is young Herder, Snell Collins and Capella. And I'll tell you, Snell's not much of a DFS player, but if you watch him on the court for Atlanta, that dude can defend. And he's, you know, he's done it for years, but he seems invigorated. He's getting after people and causing all kinds of trouble. Um, Atlanta still has a lot of that bent, bench out, Dunn, Hunter, and Reddish specifically. All of those guys um, uh, should be really good contributors when they get back. The uh, Lakers are 28 and 13, probable lineup as normal. Uh, Schroeder, Pope, James. However, Marcus, uh, I'm sorry, Markeith Morris, not Marcus, Markeith and Marcus Saul 
the two marks are playing the bigs now tonight for the Lakers. That's where they've had some changes throughout. Um, you know, this game's interesting. Uh, the question is, who, who, how many people put Trey as their captain? How many put LeBron as their captain? Um, that becomes sort of the the question mark here, you know, of how that's going to fly. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I think this is a situation where I haven't decided on my captain, so I'm not going to force one yet. But I can tell you that the base guys that I think uh, I really want to roster here are, of course, Trey Young. I really am interested in LeBron, so big shocker on those two. But it's the guys that you fill in with here that I think are interesting. Do you still play Kuzma if he's coming off the bench? Um, is Morris worth a value play? I'm not as crazy about uh, Morris. I think Schroeder is a very good play. He's got a great, uh, the gr- uh, definite potential to make my lineup. Um, Clint Capella, you know, I'm not sure it, with he and Gasol if both of them, you know, after their run six, seven minutes in, you know, they very well could, uh, you know, get played off the court. I mean, I can see this game going smaller. Uh, Morris playing center, Collins playing center on the two sides. So that's going to be my real strategy in this game is I'm going to fade Capella and Gasol, the two starting centers, and build my showdown lineup about the guys uh, with the guys that I mentioned uh, and, you know, hopefully be able to afford putting that group in there on both uh, the single game FanDuel and DraftKings. So that is it for that first 3.30 p.m. Eastern game. Let's dive right into this main slate. It is a fun one. Uh, we have just one superstar, and he is the, one of the biggest, and that's Giannis on this slate. And then after that, you know, it's wide open, really. I mean, you've got your good guys with the Clippers, etc. but there's no Jokic, there's no Doncic, you know, there's a, uh, no Harden. All those guys are not playing on the four-gamer tonight. So, you know, I'll tell you right off the bat before I d- jump into these, Giannis is a lot more than anybody else on both sites, like a couple, 1,600 and I think eleven or 1,200. So there's a big jump down in price, and it and Milwaukee's playing the Spurs. So I made the decision going into this that I'm going to try to build a lineup without Giannis. It will allow me to definitely have a medium uh, roster build and not have to dumpster dive at the end of, of my roster. So I, I really like how this shapes up and those parameters that I put together in building this. I think I can come up with a very steady roster. Now, I'm not going to have a bunch of guys that can get 65 or 75, but I'm not going to have any guys on the straggling end that are going to get 10 to 15. So there's a lot to be said when you can you know, put 35 to 40 on every guy's ticket across your lineup. Uh, you're going to be in pretty darn good shape. So that is the overall plan going in. All right, the games, uh, the earliest game is 8 p.m. Eastern for the main slate. So we get a full extra hour tonight, which is always great for player news and developing lineups uh, and getting ready. Uh, Sacramento Kings, they are 17 and 24. Their lineup projected is Fox, Halliburton, Hill, Barnes, and Holmes, 
And then for Philly, it's uh, they're 28 and 13, still no Embiid. Uh, it's Simmons, Corkmaz, Green, Harris, and Bradley. That is their probable lineups. Uh, BetUS.com.pa has Philadelphia as a six and a half point favorite. And the over-under is the largest on the board at 235. We do have back-to-back situations here. Uh, Sacramento's on the second night. of They played uh, last evening, and Philly plays tomorrow. So they're on the first night of their back-to-back. Uh, we have great pace in this game. Sacramento 8th, Philly 6th. So definitely gets you interested uh, on extra possessions that make a difference and definitely feed into that total. You know, the other plus that we always love, and that's why we have guys in, uh, you know, exposure in, in almost every game against Sacramento is not only are they fast-paced, but they're dead last, 30th in defense, and that's been pretty steady now for a couple of weeks. Uh, but Philly is second. Now, again, you know, I say second, but without Embiid, it feels more like 10-11. Uh, he's that impactful defensively. It's There's no question about it. So I do love this game. I think this is a key game right off the bat. I think that you need exposure here. I think you've got some really uh, good possibilities, uh, you know, all, all over the board. Uh, let's look at DRPM real quick as well uh, on the – uh, plus side for Sacramento is just Justin James. He's just uh, plays a little bit off the bench, not that much. Uh, and, and that is it. As far as the Philly guys, um, in the top 10%, it's, you know, it's Embiid, but he's not playing. So, uh, that again, there's reason why their defensive rating slips so much when he's out. As, as far as the bottom 10% and, uh, it's healed for Sacramento, and Fox is in the bottom half a percent. He's the fifth worst defender based on DRPM in the league. So where does that take us in this game? We know Bagley uh, remains out uh, for Sacramento with that uh, broken hand. However, he did get uh, a report yesterday that he may not need surgery after all may be able to rehab it and come back. Um, On the Philly side, we're missing two starters, Embiid, possible MVP, and Seth Curry is out. So that creates a little bit of a shuffle. Uh, As I mentioned, you know, with that probable lineup, it does, does change things. All right, there's a million ways from Sunday that you can go here, and today's only Saturday, so you got a whole day to figure it out. Anyway, it's... You know, I'm not going to go De'Aaron Fox because I really respect Ben Simmons' defense, and Fox has gotten to be silly expensive. Uh, they keep Walton keeps saying that Halliburton's on this minutes restriction, minutes restriction, and he plays 30, 32, 33 minutes, which is interesting. Now, I'm not going to go there this time though because it is the second night of a back-to-back, and it's the third game in four days, and if he does grab one of those 25, 26 minute games, uh, it definitely can smack you right in the nose. So not going to look there. The guys that I like though, uh, all three of these guys are potential plays for me and that's, and and their prices aren't too bad, but he healed Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes. I think they're all playable. They all should see good minutes. 
the matchup makes sense for all three of them. And, uh, you know, more than likely just two out of the three, uh, that is what I will be massaging throughout the day to make sure and figure out. All right, one of my favorite payups on the slate, and I will have him in 100% of my lineups, and that's Ben Simmons. This just is the type of game with this pace, his length, you know, with stocks and the points that he should score, the assists. I think Ben is a must uh, in all your lineups. Uh, not going to go with Cork Maz, more of just three-point type shooter. Danny Green is not a bad play by any stretch. He can have some, you know, blow up games and he can have some bad games. Uh, the other guy, I'm just, I'm not afraid to spend money in this game. It, to me, you need exposure here. And therefore, Tobias Harris, you know, with Simmons, the one-two punch when him beads out is the real deal. I mean, you're going to get, you know, the rest of the guys that are going to contribute are Corkmaz, Green, Tony Bradley, little Dwight Howard, little uh, Shake Milton. But, you know, losing Curry's shooting and then losing Embiid's everything, uh, I think it just makes Simmons and Harris shine. I mean, this is against Sacramento. And if this game doesn't blow out and Sacramento has been playing competitive basketball, um, I think I want exposure to Simmons and Harris, follow up with two of the guys on the Sacramento side between Heald Barnes and Holmes, and come out of this game as my key game of the night with – four representatives. I think that's a great way to, to start uh, your build uh, on the main slate. Absolutely love this game. All right, second game, Golden State Warriors at 22 and 20 at the Memphis Grizzlies at 18 and 20. The probable lineup for Golden State, we have Wiggins, Oubre, Green, Looney, and we have to see more than likely pool for the fifth starter. Um, that's the way it's looking right now. Uh, a Grizz at 18 and 20, John Morant, uh, Grayson Allen, Brooks, Slow-Mo Anderson, and Joval, it looks like, for Memphis. Right now, the BetUS line is, um, where are we at here? It is Memphis by 6, 222.5, which just happens to be the lowest total. But, you know, again, they're comp compact there's no small 208s or anything today and no 240 somethings the range is pretty fair from this game 222 and a half to the the last game we talked about sacramento and philly at 235 uh interesting too you know this is a rematch of last night where uh that these two teams played uh and you know from a pace standpoint they're second and ninth uh, but a, from a defensive standpoint, they're sixth and seventh. Now, we had some guys just go bonkers. Uh, Wiggins specifically had over 40 real points or 40 real points and just uh, really did some damage in this game. You know, the question is, does he plug right back in and follow up with that exact game or does Memphis make some adjustments? I believe Memphis will make some adjustments. I'm not going to chase the 40-point real game from yesterday. Um, I will say here in the DRPM category, uh, both of these teams have some players in the top 10% well represented. The aforementioned Wiggins is in there, and he's been in there consistently in that top 10%, which shocks me because he hadn't been the majority of his career. 
Uh, Looney also uh, is checking in there. And then we've got uh, Clark and Anderson for the Grizzlies. So two of their uh, main rotation players in their first six uh, are, are strong. Uh, the one guy that is right down there at the very bottom, uh, right next to Fox, actually, is Ja Morant. So as great as he is, and I'll tell you what, he almost had a dunk on Draymond Green. Look that up on social media. They show it from an angle where from the ground up, and it's just amazing. He actually missed the dunk, but it was he just about killed Draymond. It was unreal. Uh, but he is a, a, a low defender uh, rating here. So it's a shame that, that Curry's not playing because that would have been just, a, you know, one of those shootout scenarios back and forth. Um, as far as any injuries go, Pas Pascal, Curry, and Weissman remain out. Um, Memphis looks like they are pretty much ready to go. Triple J should be back in maybe two, three weeks uh, or less, but that they've got their full squad. First guy I'm putting in, I love Jordan Poole when, when Curry's out. I think Poole started at point. I think he will again. I had him in all my lineups over Nico Mannion. A lot of people got smoked with Mannion in his 8.6 fantasy points last night. Uh, luckily, I was on the, the right side of that with Poole, and I will remain on that side uh, again tonight. Uh, love Poole in this game. Again, I you know I know it's contrarian. I know it's like, Coach, why are you fading Wiggins when 24 hours 24 hours ago from you know when the game time will tip that he dropped 40 real points from Memphis? I just think they adjust. I think Dylan Brooks steps up. I think you know I respect Memphis's coach enough that I think that they'll hold him down. And let's face it, I know Wiggins had some you know periphery. Numbers last night with some rebounds and steals and assists and stuff. Not normal, though. He's generally a points-oriented guy. So uh, he is certainly uh, you know, going to be in a lot of lineups tonight, especially with the short slate, but not mine. So uh, as far as any other anybody else from Golden State, you know, Draymond is just too much stress to play. Another night last night where he was 0 for 6 from the field. Zero baskets. Zero. And, uh, yeah, he'll get a lot of assists and rebounds and stuff, but how can you pay that kind of money for a guy that will take possibly take a golden goose at, at points? It's just it's ridiculous. I mean, he had two foul shots. That was it. Um, after that, Oubre, he's just too expensive for his wild inconsistency. I don't think he's completely healthy either. Um, Looney might not be a bad play if you need a super – uh, you know, value guy with Weissman being out. Um, but I'm not going to go there. I don't think you have to go quite that deep. Uh, so really it's, it's going to be pool and, uh, I don't want to dig in, uh, for Lee or, or Bays or anybody like that. So that's going to be my exposure there. Uh, on the Memphis side, you know, there's some guys here that I think are extremely interesting. I think John Morant, um, could certainly get in an up-and-down game here uh, and have, have another really solid game. So he's in play for me. Uh, I like Dylan Brooks a little bit as well. I know he's not the, the sexy pick ever. You know, he's more of a defensive player, but he just pot, he takes shots. I mean, he really 
I, I think he really thinks he's a cornerstone of their offense. So, you know, you got to consider a guy that's going to play big minutes uh, that, you know, isn't the best offensive player, but when he has that mentality, he is going to get shots up. And I think for that at his low price, uh, it's worth taking a quick gander at the other guys, Kyle Anderson. I know, uh, you know, he's again, not, not a real popular pick because, he, you know, he doesn't blow up a slate, but man, is he solid and consistent and his price is right. So for cash games, I, I think he makes uh, perfect sense here. Uh, you know, and it's not stressful uh, really to go there at all. Um, you know, the guy that I'm looking at for a while today was Joe Val. And, you know, his he's been inconsistent. He gets in foul trouble at times and that bothers me. And then, you know, really digging in and looking up some of the basketball reference stuff uh, and and looking who's on the floor and how that usage goes. You know, it's Joe Val at times will create a lot of offensive uh, putbacks, but they don't get him the ball in the post as much as I believe that they could. And Kevon Looney, like we said, is a top 10% DRPM. So probably not going to spend up on Joe Val. Uh, in this uh, card. Okay, two games left. So we had the, the two 8 o'clock games. We have a 9 o'clock Eastern game. The San Antonio Spurs at 22 and 16 at the Milwaukee Bucks at 26 and 14. The probable lineup for San Antonio. Murray White DeRozan, Keldon Johnson, who is just, if you know how or when to play Keldon Johnson, more power to you. But the dude either gets nine fantasy points or 50 fantasy points. You know, he's just a, a doc specialist, no idea when to play him or not play him. And I'm not going to pretend that I do because he's, it's impossible. Spurs are tough enough. Keldon Johnson's definitely tough to figure out. Uh, anyway, and Yaka Pertle at center. For Milwaukee, it's Holiday, DiVincenzo, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez as normal. The... Bet US uh, odds on this game is Milwaukee a big fat double digit 10 point favorite, 228 over under. San Antonio is on the second night of a back to back Milwaukee on an island game. That could be part of the reason that it's up to 10. Uh, as far as pace, San Antonio 16th, Milwaukee's fourth. So very good pace up game for the Spurs. Uh, defensively, though, they're both solid. The Spurs have scratched and clawed their way all the way into the top 10 now, which is amazing. With the team that they put out there, or lack thereof, on a lot of nights, they're 10th. Milwaukee's down to 9th, which, you know, they were up in the top three uh, almost the entire season last year. But they're still, 9th is very respectable. They both have a great representation in the top 10% defensive guys based on DRPM. Pirtle, Gay, and Mills are all on that uh, lineup for the Spurs. And Lopez, Giannis, and DiVincenzo are all on the Milwaukee side. So some strong D here. The only two guys in the bottom 10%, Walker for the Spurs, Forbes for Milwaukee. Uh, the only big news in this game is LaMarcus Aldridge remains out. And uh, after that, you know, you know, it's a we just got to figure out is this game very playable? I already said that I was fading Giannis, which I'm sure he'll get 
a, a really good amount of ownership being the only super pay-up star price guy on the card. Um, DeJounte Murray against Drew Holiday D now that he's back in the grind is, is a little bit scary to me. Uh, not a big Derek White guy. Uh, DeMar DeRozan gets some solid Middleton defense, but uh, you know, I think DeMar is definitely uh, a, an option here. Um, he is listed maybe from questionable to probable. I've seen different reports on him. So we'll see if he plays on this second night of a back-to-back. He had missed about five or six days uh, with the passing of his dad. He was out for a bit. So whether they sit him on the second night, uh, you know, for conditioning reasons, we'll see. But if he plays, I like him. If he sits, then, you know, then you get yourself back in that damn quandary. You know, is, is Keldon Johnson worth playing? Uh, do I shift to uh, Patty Mills real cheap off the bench? Um, you know, that brings guys back into play like Lonnie Walker. So, you know, again, you guys hear me on this podcast every day. I am not a Spurs uh, DFS trust person at all. I don't think anybody should be because the second you put some Spurs in, uh, the one day I, I, I admit it now because it's just hilarious, but I actually stacked three Spurs about a month ago. And I just, it's stuck in my head because none of them made, not one made value. They were just terrible. And so I've always felt that way, but Pop's really been in a zone doing that a lot this year. And how he has that Spurs team at 22 and 16, mind boggling. So you talk about buying into a system and a, a really good coach, uh, shocking to me. But yeah, I'm, I'm just not ecstatic about any guys from this team uh on the on the Spurs side and for Milwaukee uh you know in fading Giannis it certainly is my medium to upper medium uh guy that I think is is very in play is Chris Middleton uh I don't play him that often because he's sort of that tweener on pricing but because that's my build strategy today is keep that sort of in the middle get a little bit better guys than you normally do in that mid range and Middleton falls, you know, just right dead in the middle of that uh, strategy. So he is going to be high on my list uh, tonight. Um, and after that, you know, this game just doesn't, isn't palatable to me. I, I think it could be a, a, a grind out game. So uh, probably just take Middleton as a one-off and, and move on to the fourth game. Okay. Final game on the slate, Charlotte Hornets, LA Clippers, Charlotte's 20 and 20. Clippers are 26 and 16. Uh, interesting. So you've got a probable lineup for Charlotte of Ball, Rogier, Hayward, Washington, and Biombo with Zeller out. And Clippers, Jackson, George, Leonard, Morris, and Ibaka. But Ibaka is questionable, so it could be Zubats if it's not Ibaka. Uh, right now, the BetUS line, Clippers minus 9.5. It's a 232.5 total so the second highest on the board from a pace standpoint charlotte 12 clippers down to 25 so not they are not going to be pushing the ball defensively though we have charlotte 22 and they've been getting scorched at times and the clippers just middle of the pack they've been even below middle of the pack a lot of this year at 14th drpm top 10 percent we have graham 
which absolutely blew my socks off. I can't believe Devontae Graham is in the top 10% DRPM. Uh, and Biombo, who's a defensive specialist, will get some extra run today with Zeller being out. Uh, from the Clippers side, two guys you would expect for sure, Batum and George. But Kawhi's not on that list in the top 10%. He's just outside of it. So that was sort of a stunner. Um, but, to, you know, defensively, we know they have individual terrific defenders. And I do think that that, uh, that mark will move up from mid middle of the pack. As far as poor defensive players, bottom 10%, Charlotte has Mr. LaMelo Ball, who's not getting it done as a rookie on the defensive side. Not surprising. Malik Monk, who's basically, I think, defensive theory is please score quick so I can get back down there and score even quicker. Uh, not a strong defender off the bench. And Mr. Morris for the Clippers, not a good defender. Again, we've got the, the twin brothers with the, the, the Lakers Morris pushing that top 10% and the Clippers Morris in the bottom 10%. So uh, the, whatever gene it was that uh, didn't match up with both identical twins uh, definitely created a, a difference in their defensive prowess. Um, out for Charlotte is, is Zeller. What that does is definitely give a big bump to Biombo in the starting lineup rather than coming off the bench. But he's not a, a lock and load value play at all, in my opinion. Um, you know, he he certainly could be if you need the value, but you don't need as much value in this lineup because or today because you don't have to do a lot of buying up. Um, but he, you know, a lot of that usage at center will go to uh, Washington um, as well. So he'll get minutes uh, moving over from the forward. So it actually benefits him, uh, you know, as much as it does Biombo. On the Clippers side, we know Pat Bev is still out and Abaka questionable, you know, which is news we need. I think Zubats is proven he can put up some DFS numbers uh, with Abaka out of there. Uh, if they're both in, you know, again, that timeshare doesn't uh, help me whatsoever. Uh, Reggie Jackson is still cheap, getting good minutes. And, you know, the question is Paul George uh, or Kawhi. I, I like Kawhi much better in this game. He underperformed in the last game. Paul George is probably going to get Terry Rozier defense, which he can be very irritating. Kawhi is going to, you know, more than likely get Gordon Hayward. I think he can score uh, pretty much at will against him. So Kawhi's my secondary uh, guy that I'm I'm paying up for. My I, I would say you know two of, of my most expensive guys uh, could easily be uh, Leonard and either Simmons or Tobias Harris uh, as my pay up guys. And that is it, my friends. That should give you a good pool of players and in, in you know whatever site you're playing on. Uh, I think that, you know, there's some potential for some mid-range guys, you know, to break the slate. I think you're going to see lower overall money line scores, not just because it's a four-gamer, but because we have better defense and some slower teams in this uh, entire deal. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a good slate with some great potential. This early slate as well uh, with the one single game uh, should be pretty awesome also. So Let's make some money on this for sure. 
Um, we're having a lot of fun at, at Coach Talk. We're, we're into the NCAA bracket competition that we're having. We throw a lot of those out there all the time. Uh, and we'd love to have you give us a try. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, if you're thinking of signing up and have any questions, you can send those directly to our team at DFS Coach Talk. Or you can send it to me uh, directly at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, or to Andrew at Language Olympic. So that is it. Please, on the way out here, uh, click that thumbs up. Definitely a subscribe. That really, really helps us in U- on YouTube. And click the alert button. If you're listening to us audio-wise, fantastic opportunity to just take like 10 seconds Give us five stars. Give us a nice positive comment. All of those things make a difference uh, in trying to beat these algorithms and move up the charts. I mean, they're dominated by companies like Disney and ESPN and all of this. And, you know, those of us that are small fries are looking to move up so we can get our uh, little bit more exposure, get some more people involved. So really appreciate everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, definitely looking to crush it today in, in basketball. We got our PGA guys going and uh, even playing a little MLB preseason with uh, some of our guys. Uh, really looking forward for you, uh, you guys getting to know uh, Josh Davis, JP, and uh, some of our other players out there, Brett and Tyler, some of our team at Coach Talk. Uh, everybody's grinding and getting prepared for MLB season as well. So uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the NCAA March Madness. It's sports mania this weekend. You, you can't uh, can't uh, not enjoy that if you're a sports fan. So appreciate you. I'll be back tomorrow solo again for the NBA podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Joe Sarvati. Uh, we'll look to catch you again tomorrow when we crush it in DFS.